Good afternoon and welcome back to the Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your favorite guys, Kyle and Dorian. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for checking us out. To our regular listeners, welcome back and thanks for rolling with us. On this podcast, we discuss basketball-related topics, and we hope you find our conversations entertaining and educational. If you do, go back to our previous podcast and check them out. And with that said, let's sub ourselves in the game and get this ball moving. Welcome back, everybody, to another Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your boy, D. Hill, a.k.a. the gift card bandit. And your favorite guy, of course, uh, old man Ross, uh, sweatsuits and new balances. I'm in the building. What's going on, man? <laughs> What's up, brother? Uh, man, we came back to talk about the NCAA tournament. Oh, man, oh, man. Man, oh. or I should say... The test that we all failed because oh. my bracket was marked with a whole bunch of red lines. <laughs> oh man, it's like like I, it's that test, man. You told your mom, "Hey, I think I, how you how'd you do on the test? I feel good. I think I got a B minus. You come back F all red. <laughs> That's how it was. <laughs> yep, and then and then you get that you try to get that red pen and uh, change that F to an A. Yeah, and then you tell your moms. All the X's is what I what I got right or uh, I got half credit on. Yeah, she like okay. You be like, yeah, this I I gotta have credit because I didn't show my work. She like, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Knowing good and well, we lying. <laughs> yeah, they they see through all that because they did it back in the sixties or whenever you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but anyway, you're right, man. Uh, it was a it was an ugly year for me with fantasy. Uh, tournament play with this March Madness man I, I did three brackets and all of them had red I, I didn't even pass get past the sweet 16 man Whew. on none of yeah. them so yeah mine mine was pretty much the same um you know everybody thinks that they got the best bracket out and they think you know they picked the upsets and man I think everybody was wrong this year absolutely absolutely I Oh man, it just breaks my heart, man. We, I guess we could get right into it, man. You, uh, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna kind of do like an overview of um, the tournament, um, some of the biggest upsets, and uh, just some other topics that that pertain to the to March Madness um, that came up during the month of March. I think so we'll just jump right into it, man. I, I think the biggest upset, obviously, that nobody really saw. Was the uh, Virginia upset? Man, I, I I really think that surprised a lot of people. It definitely surprised me. I wasn't really sold on them. I know they had a great season, but that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Seriously, like a bro, I had them going almost all the way to the chip. I think I I changed it last minute because I think I um, when we recorded the podcast, I think I had Virginia going all the way. And then they said, like, their best six man was um, injured. So right, then I was like, right. let, me, let me pull back a little bit. But I still think that they're going to do well because they had just beat North Carolina in the ACC tournament. So mm-hmm. I was like, dang, they, they kind of legit. And they had been playing well all season. And then they got to the tournament. And, uh, and UMBC said, nah, uh, uh. And, and, and they folded. I mean, they lost by 20 points, man. So... I, I'm gonna steal one of your lines. Uh-oh. UMBC shook up the world. They shook the world up, man, for real. 
For real. Nobody nobody saw that one coming. For real. Oh. That was a that was probably the one of the biggest upsets in college basketball uh March Madness history. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy. I mean, because before then, no 16 had ever beat a number one seed. A number one seed that a lot of people were sold on. Because, you know, number one seeds all the time, you get seeded and people are like, ah, oh, they'll be out in the 32 or they might make it yep. to the sweet, sweet 16 or the lead eight. But people had Virginia going, like you said, pretty much all the way or at least to the final four. And they didn't even get out the first round. It hurt my whole soul. I just, from that moment on, I was, I'm done. Well, I'm going to piggyback off another one. Arizona messed me up as well. (laughs) Dude. Because we also were high on Arizona. They had DeAndre Ayton. They had uh, Alonzo Trier. They had a good high-powered offense, but... I think we should have saw the writings on the wall from the when they were doing the tournaments during the holidays and they were losing. Right, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's something I didn't think about till right now. Honestly, like we were very high on them. They had just won the Pac-12 tournament. Mm-hmm. They thought they had some momentum going in, and then <laughs> Buffalo came in. Buffalo, shut up. Because then we make a joke. Of, I think we made a joke about Buffalo because. Probably we did. We uh, we probably said you know they, they don't got a chance. They don't have it. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of these teams that advance that we'll we'll touch on. And it's like I don't even know who where they where they are. You know, I don't even know anybody on the team. And then they they end up advancing and beating the team that I picked to to, to win. Like Arizona, you mentioned the tournament. We should have seen the writing on the walls, and also with all the off the court activity they got going on, it could have been one or two things. Hey, let's just let's just not really throw the game or lose so we don't have so we can move forward and figure out who's gonna be here and who's not. Or it was just a distraction and players were just like and coaches were like, it's too much going on. They couldn't really focus. They probably thought they was just gonna destroy Buffalo. Buffalo came in with a game plan and put it to them. They beat them up too. They beat Man. them up bad. So yeah, they 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 did a they did a great job great job game planning for uh, DeAndre Aiden and and you know doing what they wanted to do in the ball game and not letting Arizona dictate the pace and the the, uh, the energy of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mo- you know momentum is everything, especially in college with these 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 one game um, situations. So all it takes is a momentum switch, and you could take that and play three four games straight, and you look up and you're in the Final Four. So um, you know, too bad, yeah. too bad, Arizona. I don't really like the coach I, either. He looks like real shiesty, so it kind of worked. <laughs> it worked out. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest. What is his name? Sean Miller. I'm not That's the biggest him. fan of him. It's just like it's look. It's like corruption. It, it's like corruption all over his forehead to me. Corrupt. You know. You just, you just don't like him because he sweated through the shirt last year. It was bad. It was <laughs> bad. Like it was almost like a, a health concern. You know. <laughs> it was bad for real. I mean. Through the whole, you would have thought they threw Gatorade on them, <laughs> bro. I never seen nothing like it in my life. <laughs> I've seen it coaches was, it sweat. Was like, bro, did you did they dump the the water on you? What happened? I've seen coaches sweat, but not like that. He needed to talk to John Thompson, borrow a towel or something. <laughs> <laughs> he needed something because that was crazy. I never seen nothing like it. Oh man! But uh, moving on from Arizona, <laughs> uh, this next upset um, for me, I, I it wasn't 
like a ginormous upset or nothing, but I thought that uh, number 10 Nevada beating number seven Texas was kind of a, a big deal because of the way Nevada played and they kept playing well and they almost got to the uh, the what is it elite eight or final four I, for, I forgot how far they went but they played really well the twin brothers on that team um, are solid uh, the coach it was the former coach of Sacramento Kings I believe and um, he had them boys out there ready to play yeah, no, nah, you you touched on them before. Yeah, the Twins were balling. Um, I picked Texas to beat them in the first round, and Texas they got all the way to the uh, to the thirty two. Mm-hmm. They they ran into Loyola Chicago, which we'll touch on in a minute. But right, right. Uh, but even even in that game, Nevada played very well. No, they it did. Came down to the came down to the last second. Yeah, it was a one point game. So uh, that's what makes. I think this basketball, these tournaments, so fun and 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 so f- amazing to watch because you just don't know. You know, you 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 look at all these teams, you look at the the players they have, and you look at where they're ranked. And it means nothing at all because it's just right. one game. And like you mentioned before, exactly. momentum is everything. So that I think the Twins did a great job. I learned something because I didn't know anything about them, and I I know you kept. You know, texting me like, yeah, check out for these two dudes on Nevada. So I think they play well. And I think uh, they kind of put Nevada, at least they put themselves on a map for next year. I don't know if they're freshmen or juniors or whatever. but I think they might be juniors. That's cool. Hopefully, don't call me on that, people. Hopefully they come back and, you know, they, they have a good season and, and maybe they could put their name in the lottery next year. We'll see. Right, right. So. Um, and from, then, then we got uh, – who else? Oh, well, I guess I just said it. Loyola Chicago, not to cut you off. Uh, no, no, you got it. Um, they shook up the world beating Miami. Uh, they actually shook up the world beating a lot of people. Uh, that was a Cinderella team, I think, going all the way to the Final Four, right? Yep, the Final Four. The crazy thing is that was one of the games that I decided to watch on Friday. Um during that first first round uh, weekend, I was like, let me check out, you know, Miami because they were in the ACC, and I just figured, mm-hmm. you know, they played in a tough ACC. They're going to, you know, have a great game and advance. But for some reason, these guys from Loyola, they were playing together. They were playing well. They were tough on D. And I was like, wait a minute. Miami started making some, some crucial mistakes down the stretch, which kind of opened the door for them. Uh, the dude that looked like Trey Songs ended up hitting the the game winning three mm-hmm. yep. in that first round, and and that that started the momentum momentum for them. Yep, yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. Like you, like not you know like you, not to keep saying it, but like you said, like in the tournament, it's it's all about momentum. And momentum. They the, they caught and it's you know momentum and luck. Yeah, really. Like, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It's a- like they won by one point. In like I think like two of their games. Yeah, I was getting ready right? to drop that gym. The the yeah, the Miami Loyola game they won by two. The wow. Tennessee Loyola game they won by one, and then the Loyola Nevada game they won by one, which is crazy. And then when they played when they played uh, K State, I think K State is oh they beat them bad. They beat them. Yeah, they which beat is them crazy. Real, they beat them real bad. So, but yeah, every game was one or two points 
for the first three games, and then they just turned it on. So, you know, like you said, momentum. I think that game winner, the the wheels started turning. Social media picked up. Hey, this is a Cinderella team. Let's keep watching yep. them. The older lady, that that hype, that train. Sister Jean. Sister Jean. Um, and then, you know, I was really cheering for them. I was hoping that they could beat Michigan, but I knew it was a long shot, you know? I know. I, I was actually doing – you know me, I like underdogs, so – I wanted them to be uh, the first 11 seed to get to the finals. But like you said, they ran into a hot Michigan team. Yeah, hot. Michigan, uh, they just played a little better in the second half. And um, Loyola, I I think the nerves got to them. The stage was a little big. And they just made a couple bad turnovers in uh, in the key stretch of the game. And that kind of cost them the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was – it was crucial that they took that L. I was I was cheering for him as well. Uh, I didn't expect Michigan to do as well as they did, but right. you know I I I caught Iowa, Loyola, Chicago, and I was just cheering for him the whole way. I was like, it would be cool if they actually won the whole chip. Once all the teams I picked didn't make it, I had to fi- I had to find the team to cheer for. So that's who I picked, you know. Yeah. So, yep. but I thought that was cool. Uh, man, I'm looking at my. It's all red on my bracket. This is crazy. I, Bruh, my, that South that South region, which Loyola ended up winning, I got two right out of fifteen. I just games. I just got one right. Tennessee, Candace Parker stand up. I I got Tennessee. <laughs> they destroyed Wright State, and that was it for oh, me. Man. That's all. Yeah, red. I, I think I had ten, mm, I had mm. Tennessee, and then I had the Cincinnati game. Mm, mm, mm. That's crazy. Because that's crazy because we looked at that bracket and said, like, oh, that, that's going to be a tough region because you got Virginia, you got Kentucky, which was a wild card. You had um, – who else was there? Um, oh, and that uh, – and Miami could have did something in that bracket, but – Yeah. It was a t- all in all, it didn't happen. Tennessee is in that. Uh Right or no? Yeah, Tennessee was in that too. But Ten- I, I mean, I thought yeah. that they would have did decent. Tennessee, Texas, uh, and like you said, Cincinnati, and Davidson is in there. It just Arizona was there. Yeah, please don't bring them up again. <laughs> I know, man. It's I know. Just, I know. It just, I just shake my head. Um, I'm trying to see any other crazy, crazy um, upsets. Um, Syracuse, Syracuse was one of the teams that. Um, they were in the playing game, and for the past two years, we've seen uh, one of the teams from the playing games kind of make a run in the tournament, and mm-hmm. Syracuse did that this year. Oh yeah, they beat TCU, huh? No, yeah, yeah, yeah they beat. T- yeah, 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 they beat they beat TCU. Um, oh, I don't and even- then they beat your boys <sighs> oh, that man. you and Lisby was real high on, and I tried to tell y'all not to be. Yeah, it- I'm gonna let you talk about them. It just gives me anxiety when I see the name now, the school, the colors. <laughs> oh man, well, Michigan State, Michigan State, team. Michigan State. I tried to do it for Mo Pete. Saw him at Fox Hills back in the day, <laughs> <laughs> buying some fitted hats. I figure I said, man, let me run with, go with my boy. I won't be picking Michigan State anymore. I'm done with him, bro. I'm done. I've been done. I'm done. Because I remember what was that like a couple years ago. When we did a, a bracket, I think it was two they, years ago. Lisby again had Michigan State winning it all, and they lost in the first round. 
Yeah, I'm I'm done with them, man. It, it was it's, rough for you. It breaks my heart to this day. Uh, Michigan State, Michigan State, Sorry. really, they really, really tore my bracket up. Them in Arizona and Virginia, those were the three teams I had going to the yeah. to the four to the final four. You know, so yeah. Oh man, it just breaks my heart. It was tough, man. Like you know, like you said uh, earlier, I mean, we never know who who's gonna win. Like we, it's not like it was back in the day where you see the top tier schools uh, just dominating the tournament. Yeah, like advancing. Now, yeah, yeah. Now it's athletes go everywhere. Like people that can hoop just go to any school so they can shine and and get that playing time instead of going to the big name schools and maybe not getting as much PT. Which is a sm- um, which is a smart thing, you know. Everybody yeah. can't everybody can't get a scholarship or or like you say, get playing time out of Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, Michigan. Those so guys go to smaller schools like a Buffalo or a Nevada or you know Minnesota, something like that, Georgetown, something like that. You yeah, know? yeah. I got a, I got a little known fact. You probably don't even know this either. Um, I wish I would have kind of took that advice when I was a youngster, like. Mm-hmm. Um, Back when I was in high school, you know, you you always wanted to go to the big name schools and you felt like if you didn't get recruited or you didn't get any kind of like interest from a big name school, it was just kind of like, damn, man, I got to do something else. Like, you know, I got to work harder, but I'm going to try to get there. Like I was getting pursued by the University of San Diego. Tough. Oh, really? uh, Yeah. The coach used to call the house like every day like talking to me because he he found out that I wanted to be a marine biologist and you know San Diego is right by SeaWorld and they all the marine biology stuff and scripts and all oh, that wow, stuff down there. Wow. so he was throwing that in my ear but because San Diego wasn't a big name school to me like I felt like uh nah I'm gonna hold out because I wanted to maybe go to Pepperdine or maybe go to another like a bigger name school and a bigger name conference but now, looking back on it, I should have just gone there, mm-hmm. got a free education, played ball, and you never know, you know, where I could have been. But, you know, it wasn't in the cards for me, but um, just thought I'd drop that that's in there. That's a, that's a serious gym. That's dope. That's that's a serious gym, man, for real. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say it haunts me, but I just always kind of, like, kick myself a little bit like dang man i could have had a free ride but my pride got in the way of of that um that dream of playing in uh college basketball you know yeah that it, go ahead yeah, and then i got then i injured myself in my senior year of high school basketball uh broke my leg um playing 21 and that kind of all the interest that i had garnered uh, from from schools kind of went away because of that because they weren't able to see me play in my senior year so yeah, it, it, certain things happen, like you said, for a reason, and you know, exactly. and 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 pass and 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 doors close and open, and hey, man, it, it worked itself out. You still were able to go to school and you know get a yep. degree and meet a lot of good people. Because if you would have gone there, I probably would have never met you. You probably would never met your wife. You know, different things. Right, so, right. so it, the, it's, like you said, different paths. Yeah, that's all. A different paths. So it, it, you know it. It was it was good. Now you said looking back at it, but it, it worked itself out. You still got For what you sure. you know got what you were supposed to out of life. So, any any uh any other teams you want to touch on before we 
we talk about the, I guess the final four or, or you know um no not really I mean we covered all the kind of like the major upsets of the tournament okay um, okay okay so we know the final four was uh the the big Cinderella uh-huh. of, of I want to say the biggest Cinderella for in the most recent years uh, Loyola Chicago uh-huh. um, yeah they, they played Michigan and then the number one seed Villanova um played against uh oh they ran into damn I'm tripping well no nah, they ran into uh Kansas yeah, that's right. Yeah, they ran yeah, into Kansas. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking at my bracket, and I'm I'm like, damn, Duke was supposed to be there, but they couldn't do it. Yeah, keyword was supposed to, and they just, <laughs> it just wasn't. Because looking at my bracket, it was a lot of supposed to's, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, right, so, so Loyola just, and Michigan, and Michigan dominated, and then you had Villanova in Kansas, and Villanova dominated that game. So yeah. the championship game was Michigan, Villanova, for everything, and I'm gonna be honest. I thought Michigan had a chance. Uh, same, I, same. I said, okay, Villanova. I don't know if they're gonna be able to pull this off. Uh, you know, I thought Jalen um, Jalen Brunson was gonna come out. He had been balling all year. I said, okay, and once he wasn't playing up to his caliber, I said, uh oh, they ran into some turbulence. I said, you know, right. the momentum is over and. Gentleman off the bench came, your guy. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo. And uh, he he lit social media up because nobody really knew who he was. Nope. And what did he score, 30 off the bench? 31 off the bench. And as a sophomore. Yeah, he, that's crazy. He might, he might have the keys to the team <laughs> next year. Or do That's you, if if he comes back. Okay, I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you that. Uh, um, so. what do you think? You think he should come back, or do you think he should just go while while the while the iron is hot? Well, listen, we had we talked about this off air, and you gave me some points, and I'm just going to piggyback off you. I think he should leave. I I at first I said he should stay, mm-hmm. but you mentioned a good thing. While the pot is hot. And and and, yep. and and you and you sizzling on social media and the hype is on you, you might as well leave. Throw your name in the draft. Everybody remembers what you did in that last game. That's all they remember. They don't remember how you started. It's how you finish. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so they they. I mean, especially nowadays, the way the climate is as far as like going pro. Like, if everybody talking about you, bro, you might as well go now. Right. Right. At least test the waters. Test the see, waters. See what happens. You know. If not, then you come back, have a chance to win another national championship with Jay Wright. Yeah, that and and it'll the keys the keys will be uh, in your in your hands for the team. I'm I'm assuming he'll probably be coming. Not, not he'll be a starter, and yeah. a lot of people, at least at that school and in college, know they know. We got to watch this guy because he wasn't only just exactly. shooting long threes. He was going to the hole. He was playing defense, got a little bounce to him. I said, okay. Very I'm, athletic. Yeah. Very athletic. Look, look, look like Blake Griffin's brother or something out there. You know? <laughs> so. he, he, I mean, I hate to put this in the box, but he was one of them white boys that you just knew hung around a lot of dudes, a lot of black dudes. Yeah, and black he had girls. The lineup. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He had the lineup, the lingo, yeah. the swag. He's, he's cut from that John B. cloth. Just like that, like that's the the, exactly. the John B. 
pedigree. <laughs> yeah, I like it. The John B. Pedigree. <laughs> so uh, I, I thought he stepped up big for them, and they destroyed Michigan. I mean, destroyed them. Man. And and I don't think it was uh I, I at one point I think I turned the game off and started watching Indiana Jones or some Back to the Future or something. <laughs> and then I came back just, you know, just as I was like, because I think they were up twenty five or something. I'm like, this game is over. Let me Yeah. So I, I thought it was cool. Jay Brunson or Jalen Brunson didn't have the best game, but I, I thought he was a, a great player and um he was a great um, I say coach on the floor for his 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 team all year. He won so many awards. Didn't he get player of the year? Yeah, he won the Naismith, Naismith player of the year award. Um, yeah. Um, year, and and I thought that was cool. He like I he wasn't have like I said he wasn't having the greatest game and they had him on the bench a lot of the second half and then the Jay Wright brought him in get a you know get an applause. Everybody was cuz he's getting ready to graduate. So in three years, by the way. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I was gonna bring that up. Like, yeah, he's a junior, but uh, he was about his business. So yeah, and and it's funny because I saw a special on on his dad, Rick Brunson, who uh, played in the NBA for nine years on nine different teams, and you know it was an up and down roller coaster for him. His dad trying to stay on the team and. It was a it was a, a, a struggle at times, and it, I thought ESPN they did a good job showing that it's it, the NBA is not as easy as people think, you know. And exactly, his dad they show his dad pushing him, pushing him. You sure you want to do this at a young age? You sure you want to play? It's not easy. And he's like, I still want to play. I want to play. And and he's not in the NBA yet, Jalen. I'm speaking about, but. I'm pretty sure he's a better college player than his dad was, and you have to right. you have to credit his father and obviously his mom and his family to push him and sacrifice. And I thought that was dope, you know. So yeah, yeah, I that, that was that, cool. that's pretty dope. I, I'll try to find it and link it in the description if we can. Yeah, I thought that was cool. So we'll see. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think his name was even in the top ten. For the draft. on the predictions. It sucks. Yeah. But, you know, they look at size and they look at other things. Uh, it was more hype around other players than him. But he could throw his name in there. Team will look at him yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think, for sh- I think uh, the NBA um, GMs and the scouts, they're well aware of what he could do on the basketball court. Um, he's a proven leader on the floor. He's going to work hard. He's, he, you know, he's a solid point guard. Like, I really like his game, um, and I think he can he can progress and be a little better in the pros. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I just thought that was cool. Shout out to uh, Villanova. Uh, I mean, yeah. what is that, two chips in three years? Not bad. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, that first one that they got two years ago, is, it still hurt your boy because they beat North Carolina at the buzzer. Uh, Jenkins hit that punk ass three at the end of the game. And you know what's funny? What uh, Jenkins fizzled out too. Like, I, did he not put his name in the draft after that? Because I know that game winner. I know he was a decent player. He wasn't like, yeah, all star caliber. I think, yeah, I, I think he pr- he probably just threw it in there just cause. Oh, okay. I think he, you know, he he. I don't think he had the athleticism to play in the league. Yeah, he was he was kind of a bigger guy like you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. and you know how they feel now you got to be tip-top shape athletic and 
and be able to do multiple things on the floor. They want you to be a stretch everything. Exactly. <laughs> so thanks that's to true, Le- that's true. Thanks to LeBron and Honest Akupo. Right. And Dirk. <laughs> and KG. Yep. So I knew you was gonna throw your boy in there. Hey man. Listen, I'm gonna say it right now on the record. Best power forward in the history of the NBA. Carl Malone, come look for me. <laughs> oh. No, nah, I'll just that's my favorite. I know Tim Duncan is no, obviously I know, I know. Tim Duncan is better than him, but um yeah, man. So I just think overall, look now really look sitting back looking at how the tournament panned out. I, I thought it was mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. As a fan, as me picking my brackets, I was very upset. But just of sitting course. back and all these teams that nobody picked and those Cinderella teams and learning about guys that I didn't know about at small schools, I, I, I was I was excited and you know I was educated. Like the guys from Nevada, uh, more guys on Villanova, a couple cats just on miscellaneous teams. I, I, it was cool. So that's what the the tournament is about: basketball, Christmas, as you and uh, Jay Lisby say. Right, yeah, I, I I feel the same um, as you do. Like all the games were pretty close, which made it very entertaining to watch um, this year. Like it's hard to, like in that first weekend, there's so many games and there's so many cha- the the games are on so many channels. It's like, what do I watch? Like I has I had a game on my iPad, I had a game on the TV, and I'm trying to check the scores. I'm just like, this is crazy, but I loved it because it's you know basketball and that's something that we both uh share a love for um and i just thought that being that the games are very close this was one of the best tournaments that i've been able to watch in a long time agreed the own yeah like the only games that were kind of blowouts were the villanova games like i read that uh they're the only uh team since the Tar Heels of 2009 to win all their games by double digits. That's that momentum. That that yeah. that momentum uh, switch at the perfect time near the end of the season. They just kept that momentum boat. They just kept riding the wave, and they went all the yep. way to the chip and won it. So that's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. You know, it was really cool. <laughs> it was really cool. Basket <laughs> basketball Christmas. It's like, you know, gifts, you never know what you're going to get. We got a lot of bad gifts this year. A lot of oh, a lot of socks and drawers. And <laughs> <laughs> so. hey, you know one thing, you you know one thing um that I that I have a gripe about. I know Stephen A. Smith talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um what was it yesterday? Was okay, Dante uh DiVincenzo had the greatest game of his whole life on the biggest stage of his life. Mhm. Then these fools of the internet go digging seven years into his Twitter timeline to bring up some bull. Like, I just think that that that's not fair. Like, you can't do that. Like, what do you think? Like, well, they, they, they start bringing up tweets when he was 14 years old. Like, he was a, a child. Well, that's what the, the keyboard thugs and the uh, social media superheroes do. I mean, they got those fake pages, and yeah. there's so many people, we always talk about it, that want to see bad in the world. They they want to hate people so much, and they they don't want to praise anybody, and that's what they do. They they get joy out of trying to destroy somebody else's life because they're unhappy with theirs. So I thought, let's figure something out. Let's let's it, like you said, he was balling the best best game of his life on the, on that stage, and then they try to find a way to tarnish it. 
make it negative. So he deleted his page. And, you know, I salute him. And I just tell everybody, you know, that social media, once you post something online, it's there forever. So unless you start deleting your stuff or deleting your pages, and that's kind of why I'm not on social media. I'm not on his level at all, but I just, it, I just, I don't enjoy it like I used to. So I, I just think that a lot of people want to try to destroy other people's shine and, and, and joy to try to make themselves feel better. And, that, and it's just those keyboard thugs, man. So, you know. I hate it, man. I think I thought that was very lame. It is, but that's just, man, that, that's the world we live in 2018, and that's why we try to do so much positive. I mean, we joke and talk about people on a, on a funny scale, but we don't mean no harm. You know what I mean? Right. It's nothing malicious. So, Dante, keep balling. You know, we... We salute you. You had an amazing game. If it wasn't for you, you guys wouldn't have the chip. So, you know, just put that on record. Um, and I know all your teammates appreciate it, and, and so does Jay Wright. So, you know, keep balling, man. Hopefully, you mentioned maybe throwing his name out there. Hopefully, he gets some looks um, in the league. He could he could end up on a Dallas or something, you know? <laughs> a Dallas. He kinda, he, he's kind of cut from that Dallas cloth, you know? <laughs> He got he got that Mark Cuban feel. Yeah, too, that bro. yeah, like because you look at certain teams, he, he, or he'll be somewhere like a Brooklyn where they go to die. He don't want to go there. <laughs> I, I can definitely see him on the Brooklyn. Team. <laughs> you know, you don't want to him and McDermott and random dudes like that. You don't want to go there to <laughs> die. So, uh, but I don't even know where McDermott is right now. Somewhere where he, I'm telling you, he's on die somewhere. He's on one of those. Um, what do we call them? The graveyard teams. He's on one of those, yeah. on Phoenix or something. So, anyway, no, no NBA talk. Right, uh, right, right. Anything else you want to just touch on before we talk about the women's? Uh, I know you mentioned uh, mentioned about the wanna, uh, one of the things that 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 kind of raised some brows to me watching the tournament was mm. you know we talked about in our preview. Um, podcast episode of the of the NCAA season mm-hmm. um that there were a lot of highly touted freshmen coming in right and those teams in the tournament got bounced early yeah do you think there's something to um that you know these guys are just coming in for one season and bouncing and then you know like not being there for the to learn the system and and get involved in the culture of the team. And then you have these other guys that maybe aren't on that elite level, but have been there for three, four years in a team, in a system, and play well together that come to the tournament and beat and outperform some of these uh, highly touted freshmen. Um, I mean, that's a great question. I, I think that now – with social media and being able to cause a buzz or just doing something like Dante did one game they got highlights you can you can roll off that 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 uh that wave and and everything that's buzzing around you i think kids are going to do the one and done they just it's in their mindset and some of these schools yeah. now um Kentucky Kentucky is especially that's just the culture that 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 they have nobody cares about the system they don't care about 
learning learning the college life and, and probably you know getting friends and they got they're on one mission to get to the NBA. That's it. They just right. they yep. they see what Calipari has done in the last five years with players, and now it's trickled over to Duke, it's trickled over to North Carolina, it's trickled over to all those big schools that you mentioned. Because guess what? If I'm highly recruited in high school and that, and I got a buzz like a Sharif O'Neal, I use an example going to Arizona or UCLA or well, he's going to UCLA now, but because the buzz has been so hyped on him throughout his high school career, he can do, he can go to a school one and done because he has his fan base. He has people right. looking at him. He probably has NBA teams and then his pops is Shaq, not to discredit his skill level, but dudes are like, man, I'm going as soon as I can. Like, I don't care about this school. I mean, and you know, right. another thing, these schools make a lot of money off money off these players, and the players are still not getting paid. So some kids are coming from bad situations, and they need mm-hmm. they need the money, or they you know they want to better their family's life and situation as fast as they can. So why not do a one and done or two right. two and done? I I think the bigger schools are going to continue to. It sucks because we every year we're going to have a new roster at Kentucky. At Duke now, at UCLA, yeah. at uh, any of those bigger schools, Michigan State not so much. Um, I know they've had a lot of the guys, and they had them stay. Kansas is another team, even though it's a big school, Louisville and those schools. They usually have guys stay for at least two, three years. But yeah. I just I think that's just the culture now, man, and I don't think it's going to change. The smaller schools, you don't really have a choice. You get a scholarship, you're not getting a lot of airtime. So you have to be there to build your name, to build your, you know, the credibility, uh, to, mm-hmm. to to build your buzz. And then once you do that, then you could put your name in the draft where they learn about you. But that's after two, three years of hard work opposed to somebody going to a bigger school who they knew out of high school. And I could just do a one and done, a Marvin Bagley or um, Aiden Wendell Carter. or Wendell Carter. But those guys are very talented, too. I, I'm not taking no shots at them. I'm just using them as examples, you know? Um, yeah. I just think that's what it is. And it's 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 very it, – I think it's bad for basketball because when the guys get to the league is when we see the skill set and what they could have learned and what system you get drafted to because you, you might be on the bench for two years and it's like you could have stayed in school right. to be a junior, you know? So Right, right. Um, but that's how I feel about it. I mean – I just think that it's going to really hurt basketball uh, from a fan standpoint, uh, mm-hmm. from the kids' standpoint. I think it helps a lot of them to to better their lives and uh, all these young African-American males and to get money. And, and I think that's dope. Salute them. Put them in a better situation, yeah, sure. you know. So. Yeah, I, I think, like you said, it's, it's a part of the, the culture now as far as the, the basketball culture. You, you – like, you know, we've said this many times on the podcast. Like, when we were younger, the NBA just seemed like it was such a long shot. Yeah. But now, like, these kids, like, with social media, like, you build this buzz. And then you go to college for one year. And you kind of maintain the buzz a little bit. Then you have an opportunity to go get paid. And I think a lot of these kids now are being told so much, like, you know, go to college one year. Go get your money. Like, even if you are going to sit the bench or play in the G League, you're getting paid. And like you said, it's going to better 
their family's situation, but it's also hurting the game of basketball as a whole because these kids are coming in underprepared for the professional ranks. Absolutely. And it's taking them longer to develop, which kind of sucks. Yeah. It does. It does. But, you know, um, like you mentioned before with the social media, that's just – it's the internet – can make somebody in an uh, overnight success. They they can make you, they can break you. So uh, yep. sometimes people, they might not have the talent, but they utilize that overnight success to better themselves or to put themselves in the limelight and build from that. And, you know, the, the, these basketball players are doing the same thing. And you will see the ending result a couple years in the league, like you mentioned it, or you've dropped down to the G League or you're on the bench for a couple years. I mean, er, you got a couple guys that are exceptional. You got a Ben Simmons who was exceptional in high school, college. It was just kind of like, all right, I, I, let, I let everybody know I'm only going to be here for one year. So let me go to my class. Right. That's all, that's I'm, all here I'm here for. for. Let me go to class. I'm a hoop. And that's it. Got to the league. Didn't play his first year. He's exceptional. Uh, he's an exceptional, talented basketball player. So you have those guys. Uh, but a lot of those a lot of guys you don't and and they have to build and build and build and build uh for a couple of years and I think sometime maybe you should have stayed in school uh a little bit longer because hey you can get a degree and you could build your you know your your basketball skill level like you were mentioning so yeah uh, yeah uh, I got another question for you I mean this could be it, it probably will be another podcast topic going forward closer to the mm-hmm. draft um, but do you think because there's this one kid that's he was supposed to go to Syracuse, um, I think it's like – I forget his first name. His last name is Basley or Baisley, however you say it. Um, but he's going – he decided to decommit from Syracuse mm-hmm. and he's going to enter his name into the G. Yeah, yeah I saw that article. Um, do you think that we'll see more high school players go that route? We don't have to like – you know, go into depth because, like, you know, that could be a whole another podcast topic. But just give me your first. Yeah, I, I of, think so. I think so. To answer your question, absolutely. Um, all it takes is one, and if they yep. see that that format works, uh, more kids will do it. Just like kids, you know, the, the the Brandon Jennings effect is one example. Going overseas, coming back, put my name in the draft. Let's see what happens. Yep. So, absolutely, I think uh, depending on how it works for him. And if it's a good situation and that format works, more kids are going to do it. it. And it's nothing its nothing you can do about it. I mean, the commissioner, and there's nothing they can do about it. So, Yeah, because I don't, I don't – it wasn't like – they don't have any rules or kind of stipulations as far as kids coming straight uh, from high school to the G League. Um, they didn't really advertise it as much. But I think now that this kid is going, like you said, like if he plays well and he, he ends up – getting drafted into the league, I think we'll see a more of an influx of uh, players going that route or even uh, going to uh, Mr. Ball's league, the whatever it's called, the PBL or whatever the hell he's calling it. Never lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's another, you know, LeVar, he's another one. Like, And you mentioned him putting the league together and doing different things. If that format works, more people and more kids – will follow him. So we just yeah. have to wait and see. Obviously, these guys are guinea pigs because if it doesn't work, 
they can blame you and they say, look, it doesn't work. It didn't work. But if it does, then it does. Right. So I think that is a loophole that a lot of people didn't see. All they heard was, oh, you have to be a year out of the of, of college or a year out of high school, I'm sorry, to enter your name in the draft. Is that how it works? So you got to be like 19 or whatever it is to... I think it, I think it's a little a combination. Okay, of both. I think you got to be like a year removed, and then a uh, certain age, right? Or you have to, yeah, you got to be like eighteen. So, because like that. that's why Lamelo can't enter his name. Into right. The draft. So why not if you can go overseas to a Lithuania, or you can enter your put your name in the G League, play with these grown men right. that are on the NBA caliber, maybe not all talented, and it works for you, and you yeah. learn. Why not? So you know, more power to to the guy. I, I hope he does well because all eyes are on him. Yes, all sir. eyes are on him. And uh, all these all these guys have until April 10th, which is Tuesday, to uh, declare for the NBA draft. Mm. So just just throwing just that throwing out. Throwing that up. So we'll okay. see. Yeah, we'll just start to see who's gonna do that early entry into the to the league. Yeah, that's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited about this year's draft. Uh, yeah, it should, it should be yeah. a good one again. Yeah, always. We're going to have a fun podcast with that one. So, um, yes, yeah, I just – we'll see how it goes. Um, but I think overall, especially talking about college, I, I think that the game has evolved for the better because you see a lot of talent, more and more talented players. It just sucks that we only mm-hmm. get to see them for one year and they're gone, right. <laughs> you know. Exactly. So, uh, right. That that's like, just think of all the super teams that would have been there, like a Kentucky team would have had like crazy. Anthony Davis and a big Cra- crazy, crazy, those, craziness, and craziness, big, big cuz AD. You know you. Oh, it's crazy. John Wall wouldn't have been there. No. Nah, I think. Well, he might have been a senior. Ooh, Who knows? John Wall, AD, and Boogie. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, nasty. Mm, mm, mm. What? But yeah, let's let's ju- let's jump over to the to the to the other gym. Yeah, that's you, man. That's uh, let me know what's going on, man. School me, please. <laughs> yeah, so uh last Friday, um I decided to watch the women's final four um with my pops and my and my wife and my mom's. Uh, we were just kind of sitting there and we we just turned the game on. Um and I didn't expect much. Honestly, I'm not I'm not even going to be uh, up here lying and saying I knew it was going to be great games. Like, I was just expecting to see, you know, just good, solid, fundamental basketball. But I was thoroughly surprised um, at the game, the two semifinal games that I that I got to watch. Um, I watched Louisville versus Mississippi State and uh, Notre Dame versus UConn. Going in, I already knew UConn was going to win, and I, I, I didn't really have a, a interest in who would win the – the Mississippi State uh, Louisville game because we all know that UConn was going to win the chip anyways, but to my surprise, um, Notre Dame ended up winning uh, in overtime with a game-winning uh, shot by uh, this girl. I'm going to destroy her name. Uh, uh, I can't say it. Obawalu or something this like that. Sound better uh, than me. So you good? You don't mean no harm. <laughs> but she. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm sorry. I I butchered the name. I I had it in my head, but then the pressure it's got all to good, you, boy. Man. I missed it's the free all throw. Good, man. It's all good. Um, but she she ended up hitting a a crossover step back to win the game against UConn. That game was crazy. Um, both games uh, were overtime games. I think that was the first time that ever happened in uh, women's history. 
Um, and then uh, Mississippi State ended up beating Louisville in their overtime game. So it was on Sunday, Easter Sunday, it was Notre Dame versus Mississippi State. Um, I think they played last year in the mm-hmm. chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because Mississippi State ended up beating exactly. UConn. Exactly, we watched that game on last my birthday, year. yep. Yeah, yep. exactly. I'll never forget it because we were so surprised. We were like, what? Yeah, yeah. I think we were in PF Chains with Jordan Clarkson, weren't we? And we was like, it's old, it's <laughs> yep, old T. We were back right there like, hey, tell them to turn on the girls game. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah, we were. That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. So this, so, so this year, uh, UConn got knocked out again. So uh, it was a rematch of the, the finals. And uh, I'm just fast forward to the end. Uh, a Walu, uh she she did it again. She hit another buzzer beating three to win two the for game two, huh? In the national, yeah, in the national championship, like that was insane. Like my kid was asleep, he was taking his nap, and we all screamed and woke him up because it was it was crazy. Like no matter the gender, like if you're a basketball fan and somebody hits a game winner, and it was a really good game, like, you can't help but let your emotions go. Like, and you forgot at that moment that you were watching a women's game because it was just great basketball. Yeah, and I and I think you mentioned before how the, the game has evolved with women's uh, making it more exciting. Um, I, I just yeah. think for years and years, a lot of people didn't watch because UConn, Tennessee, LSU, and Notre Dame, have been the dominant teams throughout that sport. So it's not fun. UConn's beating teams by 60, 70 points. Why should I watch? Like, it's not it, it's not competitive. Exactly. So now you had a Mississippi State come in, knocking UConn off last year, and then this year they got upset. Yeah. So that's good. You got a new wave of teams. Uh, you have more girls to watch that you know will usually be there three, four years. They're not going to be a one and done with them. And you you know you right. can, you can follow them, so I think that's cool, man. It's exciting, man. It's really exciting. Yeah, it, it's very exciting. Like I I have to do some research, but uh, I was posed the question of like, can girls be one and done? Can they leave early? And I I had no answer. Like I have no idea. They treat the women so bad, just in general. So I mean they. Yeah, that's another podcast. It is, man. We and we'll get some some women athletes on, but it, even going to the WNBA, the pay is obviously a lot different. But some some girls, why not stay in school and get a degree and stay for four years and just try to figure it out? Because some women might not want to go to the WNBA. It's not like the NBA, you know. So right, right so I don't right. know about the one and dones and everything, but it, it's very exciting. And there are a lot of women. Let's not get it twisted. That will bust up dudes. So just don't look at ge- don't sure. look at gender because it's. I didn't hoop with some girls and Dawn Staley and them. I already gave you my story. Busting people up, Cynthia Cooper. So you know yeah. it is, man, for real. So that's cool. I'm I'm happy. I really I'm really going to keep my eye out on Michigan State. I'm Michigan State. Look at that. I'm still thinking about how they did me dirty. Mississippi <laughs> State, Notre Dame. I'm going to keep my eye on them, man, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm i going to watch a, a couple more games. And I, I'm not watching no UConn games, so forget that. <laughs> nah, because odds are they're going to be 36-0 so it's, point, it's pointless. It's pointless, yeah. man, but I think that's cool. That's dope, man. So we'll see. That, uh, what was the girl's name one more time? Uh, uh, a Wale? No, that. <laughs> a Wale. Uh 
Whatever her name is, she she probably no disrespect. Obviously, she'll probably end up on the Sparks eventually. Don't do it. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Let me see if I could say this right. A Goomba Wale. Much better than what did I say? <laughs> I, you said something Wale. about Wale. That's what I was thinking. Wale, but she's gonna end up on the <laughs> on the Sparks. Yeah, or she might end up on the Lynx. <laughs> And then they're just gonna keep the dynasty. Pretty going. much, because those are only two good teams in the L. So um, right. that's cool. Shout out to them, uh, the champions. Uh, she was two for two, got the chip. She she earned it, busting people up. So two game winners. That's Ooh. pretty amazing. Shout out, two shout out to winners. you. We didn't no disrespect on butchering your name if it's incorrect. Yeah, I'm so 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 uh, sorry. That's that's it's been so. Anything else, man? Before we get out of here, did you? Uh, I kind of wanted to introduce like a. I know we always keep on introducing these new things, but I think this one might stick. All right, we're gonna have this new segment called Dropping Gems. Okay, I'm excited. So my so my gem for this week is. I don't know if anybody knew, but Penny Anthony Hardaway is the new head coach at Memphis hey, University. Let me clap that up. Congratulations, Penny. That's dope. That's dope. Right. And uh, I think he he just uh, added Mike Miller to his coaching staff either today or uh, yesterday. You talking about like Mike that. Miller that was on the Heat and Memphis and all Florida, Memphis, oh, all wow. of them. That's a good. He was a hell of a shooter. That's a good pickup. That's exactly. Dope. So I mean, just to just to put things together, uh, Memphis is where Penny went mm-hmm. for college. Mike Miller lives in Memphis because he played mm-hmm. in Memphis uh, for so many years. Um, so everybody's at home. That's cool, man. That's drop dropping yeah. gems, huh? I like that. I, I like that, is. man. We always say it on the podcast, so I just figured we just added we gotta, a little segment at we'll, the end, like dropping gems. We'll have gems. to dress it up a little bit, have some music and everything. But I like that little sound exactly. effects. Exactly. This is a rough, rough draft. I wonder draft. if they're going to get Strohmeyer to be like a big man coach or something, Strohmeyer Swift or something like that. Did I take it too far? <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. That 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 would be another segment where that we have not continued, but what happened to Strohmeyer Swift? Oh, what happened to Strohmeyer, huh? That's crazy. Um, but that's cool. Congratulations, Penny. Uh, I definitely have – I mean, he's one of my favorite players. I have to keep my eye on him. And, and and the Memphis Tigers and shout out to Mike Miller. That's cool, man. That's real cool. Yeah, I think damn. That's I wish I was in high school. Well, I wouldn't have known Penny because I would be so much younger. I wouldn't have ever seen him play. But yeah. just to play for Penny Hardaway, somebody you look up to, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think you know if you play basketball, then I think you kind of know who he is. Even if do but do they? That's I mean, if you break it down, like I mean. I feel like I feel like if your pops didn't tell you about Penny Hardaway, and you're young, like he did you a disservice. But then it's just like our pops telling us about people we might not want to hear about. Like, yeah, you know Earl Monroe, the Pearl. You like, yeah, it's going one ear and out the other. I'm just, I mean, and it's the yeah. visual. I think there's a disconnect, but I think that's a whole other podcast because kids nowadays they don't even know who Michael Jordan. They never see Mike see Mike play or even. Sh- even like Shaq in his heyday, I think, because that was what oh one oh two oh three. These kids are, yeah, I don't know, yeah. but was, and they were like. Uh, but babies. I mean, with the internet, like you said, being what it is, they could always do their research and their their 
their homework. Right. Um, but yeah, that doesn't matter. Whatever. So that's it, man. I think it was a pretty good podcast. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, we dropped we dropped a couple. Yeah, of that's cool. We got a new segment. Uh, shout out to Villanova. Shout out to the men's basketball uh, team for winning the championship, and then the women's Notre Dame. Right. Shout out to the ladies yep, uh, winning the championship. And uh, all those teams that lost that uh, hurt my bracket, you guys better get it together quick, okay? <laughs> Seriously. Next year, get it together, all you guys. Shout out to t- – hey, you know what? Maybe Michigan State lost because of the scandal. We talked about Arizona having the scandal hovering over mm-hmm. their program. Michigan State had a big scandal over their whole program for the latter half of the, their season. So maybe that went into it. I know Tom Izzo looked like he was ha- dealing with it pretty uh, pretty tough. Uh, it was getting to him. So maybe that had something to do with it. But we all know Michigan State going to You're right. I did read an article. They said Matee Cleves was cutting class. That was part of the scandal. So maybe that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, right. Michigan State, they're not going to do nothing, man. Whatever. Miles Bridges, go ahead and put your name in the draft. Um I like the point guard they have um, from Detroit. Uh-huh. And then Jaron Jackson. Yeah, easy. So then game. they have to rebuild again. There's a big dude, too, that had Michigan lost some weight. He's pretty solid, but I don't really think he's going to do too much in that L. We'll see. We'll see. So yeah. uh, I'm signing off. Uh, of course, you know my name by now. Old Man Ross, Sweatsuits and New Balances. Um, continue to follow us on all our social media outlets. You can go to our web store, hardwoodbrand.com, grab some merchandise, and uh, leave comments, please. We appreciate all the listeners and the subscribers to YouTube. We're on YouTube now, so please follow us. Um, But we appreciate all the love always. Seriously. And I'm your boy, D. Hill, a.k.a. the gift card Mm -hmm. bandit. Uh, Just uh, thanks for the support. Um, like Kyle said, uh, we still got merch on the website. Uh, follow us on the social media because we're going to be posting some updates. Um, we're going to be switching some gear yep. soon um, as far as the brand goes. So um, we'll be sure to let you guys know about all that on social mm-hmm. media. Um, like Kyle said, we're going to be posting more on YouTube. I'm excited. Um, we're actually looking for a space still yes. um, where we can call home, Permanent. where we can do the podcast, have have guests come in and uh, film yeah, videos probably. there too. So if you guys know anything, just hit us up, let please. Us um, and uh, we thank you. And you know, if, if you don't know by now, we like to leave our segment, especially March Madness, with our favorite Luther one shining moment. You guys enjoy it. Uh, I'm signing off. Spread love and not hate. Get in the gym. Shoot some jumpers. At least about eight. All right, Luther, take it away. Peace. Little Luther, little Luther. Get going. Now it's It is a March Marathon.